All right, we're on. Chuck Destro, welcome to the podcast, mate. How are you? Hey, good. How are you? I'm great, man. Where are you coming from? So I'm here in Pittsburgh, PA. It's my original hometown. I was out in Indiana for about 10 years or so, but family brought me back. So back in uh, East Coast, I guess, Midwest, kind of. Awesome. Awesome. Well, listen, as I was just telling you off air a second ago, um, I'm, I'm looking to highlight some people associated with the podcast who, who um, have been either contributors to our podcast in terms of sponsorship or um, advertising. And, and you're definitely one of those guys who have been with us uh, for a period of time now. So first of all, thank you. And um, congratulations on your business. Um, Destro Machines LLC is out there. You guys can get online, go to destromachines.com, check it out. Um, incredible product, mate. But um, before we get into your, your specific products, um, you were a swimmer yourself and um, swam at Purdue, had a had an NCAA career. So just tell me about your own swimming career and how it evolved. Oh, man. Well, I had an interesting one. I swam as a uh, age group swimmer for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I was doing the typical long yardage type of stuff. Uh, actually, somewhere around, I think, 12 or 13 I had a little bit of that burnout that you kind of see in that age group. Right. Stopped swimming for a few years. Um, and then I got into high school and our team really wanted, you know, high talent athletes. Um, or <clears throat> you still there, Brett? I still got you. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, man. I just I switched views on you and I didn't even warn you. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no problem. So, yeah. So I ended up getting back into it in high school. Just uh, these guys, you know, they wanted to buff the team up a little bit. So. Um, I had a few guys get me back into it. Um, and then um, I'm a competitive guy, so it just took off. Um, right. Started training, um, started getting faster and faster. And this time I was focusing on sprinting, um, whereas I was doing like 200 back and stuff. And uh, I found that a lot more exciting. And then um, I guess this was about the time flow swimming was out. And, mm-hmm. you know, you were doing videos on flow swimming and thing like things like that. So I would get home from high school go on flow swimming, watch that stuff, get all jazzed up. Uh, (laughs) So I'm a big fan, obviously. Uh, And then uh, go to practice and work. Um, And then who who was your club coach at the time? Yeah, my club coach was a guy named Taz Greiner. Um, He, he was coaching. I swim for a pretty small team, small high school team. And I I like that. He was a really good coach. Um, Mm -hmm. We didn't have a big program or anything like that, but uh, got a lot of personal attention and really good workouts and nice. uh, got recruited to Purdue, uh, swam there. And well, uh, what were the other schools you were looking at before you committed to Purdue? Yeah, I got recruited. Um, well, obviously, you know, my dream, I think I was, uh, would have been Auburn. Uh, I, I thought sorry. that <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> that, that's okay. You know, you guys, uh, were a little bit above my level, I think. Um, but, uh, I still, I really liked watching, um, that was that was a ton of fun and uh, so pretty cool. Yeah, but uh, I, w- I was mainly looking at Pitt and Purdue. Um, right. I didn't go on a ton of recruiting trips. Uh, I was just, you know, I knew I wanted to do engineering. Right. Uh, Pitt was the local choice. And then my coach, you know, he, ter- he was like, hey, there's this pretty good engineering school called Purdue. And I didn't know anything about it. Um, but it, it turns out that, yeah, they're pretty good and, um, decided to go to Purdue. I think they had the edge in both swimming, um, the swimming program and the engineering program. Right. And, uh, it, it, my coach did not steer me wrong. It was a great program. 
Yeah, absolutely. You said you knew you wanted to do engineering in high school. I didn't know. I didn't have a clue what I wanted to do in high school. How did you know that back then? Um, well, I mean, it's just, it, it's what my interest was. You know, I would, besides swimming, I just loved ripping things apart, figuring out how they worked. Right. I mean, when I was like 10 years old, I, I think I tore my, one of my fans apart on my desk like a, a household fan and then I tore my RC car apart and I wired them together. So it had this fan on the front and I'd attack my friend's RC cars. It was just, it was just stuff like that where I was like, oh man, like uh, I built a full size catapult in the front yard um, when I was probably like 14 or 15. So it was just stuff like that. You know, I was just so interested in, in how things worked. Wow. Wow. That's incredible. Oh, that's amazing. I did see, I was reading through kind of your bio and it said that you were a particle accelerator operator and technician at Purdue. I'm like, what the hell does that mean? Yeah. So, uh, while I was at Purdue, you know, I needed to pick up uh, a few, a few bucks, uh, there, uh, mm -hmm. to help pay for, for things. So I got a, a job that kind of helped me, um, do that while also being able to study. So I worked, Purdue's got a particle accelerator in the basement of one right. of their buildings. Um, uh, what, what's a particle accelerator for all us non-engineers? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not a nuclear engineer, um, but, you know, I have the general gist of what's going on. Really what I did was just data collection there. I didn't do anything fancy. Okay. But a uh, particle accelerator, um, what they do is they accelerate um, materials through membranes and that causes uh, a release of rare isotope materials and then they can collect those rare isotopes so um really what you're trying to do is collect radioactive rare material mm -hmm. uh, for the most part so that's at least what they were doing there right. um i think that there's a lot of uses for particle accelerators um but yeah i mean it was it was a cool job it, it looks really good on the resume and uh <laughs> it was it was fun that's fascinating man so you have this um great experience at Purdue swimming wise and uh in the engineering department um when did the idea of what you're doing now um kind of first come into being for you um well I guess we probably probably started somewhere uh junior year of college actually okay um so I I, I had uh, w what I would consider a lackluster season my junior year. Right. Um, we had five really good sprinters at the time. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, Big Tens, I missed out on that fourth spot on the 200 free relay. Those guys went on to break the 200 free relay school record, you know, while I'm watching them inside of the pool deck. So I was kind of um, going into senior year. I wanted to make sure that didn't happen again. Right. So I went into the strength coach. And I was like, you know, something's not quite working right for me with my training. Um, this, I, I need to come up with something to give me an, an edge. Give me, you know, improve this year. So we came up with uh, a, a program together using, uh, you know, the old school power towers. Mm -hmm. And um, I would go in at noon every single day. So I was doing three workouts and I would train on uh the towers exclusively and i just learned so much about myself on them how different ways to use them um different ways to do things and then i had like half second drop in the 50 that season um and uh i think you know a lot of it was psychological it gave me an edge because 
you know, you have something special, you got a secret sauce, you're feeling mm -hmm. confident when you're going into workouts, when you're going into uh, meets and things like that. But um, there definitely was a lot of physical to that, to that too. Because, I mean, the in-season times were just almost best times all season long. Right, for sure. Well, the whole basis around your business is power training and resistance training works it does you know like uh we were doing that at auburn back when you wanted to join us at the time like that was the big part of our program is was power training and it, we felt like that's kind of what i don't know if it separated us because i'm sure there were other people doing power training but we were really emphasizing it as a major aspect of our training and it sounds like it's kind of what you incorporated your senior year where you, and then and then you see those drops, you feel those drops, you you have that confidence too, which helps you then get behind the blocks knowing that you, you're feeling very powerful and strong too, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, one of the biggest changes is I just felt so much stronger in workouts. Like I was able to train harder. I don't know mm -hmm. whether uh, some of it was neurological, some of it was actually recovery, mm -hmm. um, but it, 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 it changed things for me dramatically. And then um, I graduated. Um, I had a fifth year because I was engineering, swimming, you know, extra workouts, working some of the time. Um, so fifth year, kind of took it easy, didn't really swim. Um, but I would occasionally, you know, be competitive. I'd race guys, you know, just fun stuff. Um, and then um, after that, a year after, I think that was uh, 2015. So we're coming up on the 2016 Olympic trials. I, uh, I thought about maybe giving it a go because I was pretty close to the trials cut. Started off and on training here and there um, while working. Um, so I had my first uh, manufacturing engineering job. Mm -hmm. um, and we had a really nice lunch break where I could get in the pool uh, 40 minutes, 45 minutes maybe, um, but mostly 30-minute workouts. And, you know, I love swimming. I, as you know, I love finding out how stuff works. So I was like, you know, I'm never going to be training that four or five hours again, like I used to. Um, but maybe I can figure out better ways to train. Maybe I can figure out how to make this Olympic trials cut without four or five hours. Maybe can I do it in 30 minutes? So that's, that's where this idea really started coming along is, well, I knew that the power tower training was doing a ton for me in college. So can we use what I learned there? and shrink down the volume and still get a similar performance. And, uh, you know, I started looking up how much these towers cost. Go, oh, I can't really afford that. <laughs> so uh, maybe, you know, I, I'm a manufacturing engineer. We build stuff like this all the time. Um, maybe, I can, maybe I can do that. So that's when it started really making the towers. Wow. So did you have a conversation with somebody else about going into business uh, in, in terms of how do you start a business and how would I get this thing off the ground? Like in terms of just the, you know, making this thing work uh, from going from an idea to actually being able to sell a product. Who did yeah. you talk to about that? Well, it wasn't really, um, it wasn't really designed to be sold at the beginning. Okay. Um, it was for myself, uh, wow. but, uh, you know, it was my own need, but I think that's one of the reasons why, um, it's been so successful for me is that, um, I built something for a need that is out there for, for a 
a customer that really needs something. And I, I was the customer. Uh, mm. So like if I need it and it works for me, then it's going to work for other people. And really uh, what happened was some other people saw this, some local coaches and they go, Hey, you know, uh, why don't you get one or two of those in here for us and we'll try it and we'll see how it goes. So then to answer your question, how did this kind of roll into a business? Well, right there, I sold one or two and I go, you know, maybe, maybe I can, um, continue staying in swimming, continue developing more technology, and then we can use the money that we're making from selling a couple towers to, to do that. And I'll still work a job and, and, you know, it'll just be my hobby on the side. Right. right. And, uh, well, it started becoming more than that very quickly. Um, so I started dedicating more and more time to it. Um, and it really just started taking over. Um, a few years down the road, I was ready to be done with working, um, engineering, the, the manufacturing engineering, the long hours. And um, I really enjoyed what I was doing with these towers. So um, I just jumped ship, really. Um, and then we had some kind of convenient, inconvenient timing with uh, my dad got sick at the time. And mm -hmm. I was in Indiana. He was in Pennsylvania. So I needed to move because it, it was pretty severe and uh, I couldn't get a job and I had this business on the side. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to quit. I'm going to move back to Pittsburgh and I'm going to go all in on this business. So um, it was a blessing in disguise. Um, but yes, still, you know, you don't want your dad to get sick. You don't want to have to quit your job and move. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you have the original prototypes? You know, like when you go back and look at the Apple computer, you know, like the original is, do you still have that one? Um, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's a, I haven't kept it as complete as I wanted cause we kind of used it as like uh, prototyping and testing new stuff. Mm -hmm. But, um, there are some originals out there. Um, West Lafayette, um, the, uh, that's, that's where Purdue is. Their high school team has some of the early, early versions. Um, so yeah, if we want to get some photos of that, I, I'm sure, I'm sure it can happen. We can slap it back together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Send some out. That'd be cool. Um, so, well, in terms of the the initial growth, uh, you know, you start with selling a couple. Where does it go from there? How, how does it become a real business where this is kind of sustainable and this is something that's growing exponentially? Sure. So where are we going in the future? Um, well, the the big thing is um, that power towers and uh, this type of equipment has never really been that accessible at the, the high school, the club, and the international level, right. um, just because of shipping and um, a, a lot of other factors. Um, our design kind of fixes that a little bit. You know, we got a smaller footprint, um, so we're we're able to get customers that have never been able to have this type of training before. Like um, we've got, I've got high school programs that've never used. Uh, resistance before they're coming back saying they had great results um so that's that's really the sustainability for the for the time being is hitting those teams that they've just never been able to access this type of thing before um and then in the future um obviously you know everyone could have a, a tower at some point we could saturate but that's where the new technology comes in um I've had ideas for years of things that are that would help me and therefore help, um, you know, other people that that we're working on. You know, one of those right. is the swim meter that you've seen. Yes, it's early, 
Um, and it takes a while to develop these types of things, but the potential of, of that product and then the next products after that are just massive. Um, yeah, I see that. I see you've got you, you've got the original swim tower, so that's a single unit, mm -hmm. right? And then you've got the double tower, so you got two towers back to back, right next to each other. Is a swimmer able to pull the two towers at once? Yeah. So the double bucket, um, you can use two two swimmers at a time, one on each bucket, or you can you know put belt both belts on and and pull both at the same time. Which you know there's some pretty powerful athletes that can do that type of thing. Um, we're also working on some attachments so that you can add even more um, resistance to that if, if needed. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Bruno, Bruno Fratis would, would love the double towel for sure. He likes to pull as much weight as he can. <laughs> and actually, you know, to be honest with you, we're actually going into a phase right now where we're, we're adding uh, a lot more resistance training to what he's doing. We, we came back off the Olympics and kind of went through kind of a, a, a pre meltdown phase you know like we're, we're we're getting some fat off his body from the olympics yeah. but now he's in shape we want to start to really add some resistance and power and so we're, we're going into this phase right now so um the the double tower is going to help us a lot here and then um that you have the power station talk to me about the power mm -hmm. station yeah the power station i just wanted to make something because it's it's so logical you don't need this huge frame uh right. you know if you have the ability to mount something to your to your railing or to your wall and so we made something that's a little bit less expensive and you can mount it to the wall. It's a lot smaller um, and it's just so logical. You know, I'm sure mm -hmm. people have seen have seen this around. Um, I think Michigan's got kind of their own little setup. IU's got their own little setup. But, you know, why get this huge, gigantic frame um, for this resisted stuff if you don't need to? Um, right. It's like you hang it on the wall like a pull up bar. I mean, you see pull up bars on pool decks all the time. So why not something like this? Right. And then talk to me about the swim meter. What, what's going on with that? Yeah, the swim meter is really exciting. Mm. So we're we're looking at really, really fine measurement of speed over short distances. So uh, the swim meter, when you attach it to the tower, you can get your splits to five meters to 10 meters, 15, 20. Oh. But exact. And I'll tell you what, Brett, this is so oh. fun for somebody like me who loves numbers and loves to get better is I would sit there and do five meter blasts. And I, I would change small things in my technique and see, you know, 500 drop mm -hmm. and just trying to figure out how to maximize that first five meters. And you can do that at 10, you know, 15, 20. And uh, the best part about it is like we can build off of this. We can get even better data where you're seeing, you know, velocity graphs. Um, right. And then if we introduce and this is a little bit of a spoiler alert of things that, you know, I'm thinking of, if we can introduce ways where we can measure, you know, um, the resistance as well, precisely, we can start developing equations for what, how much drag are you producing versus how much thrust are you producing? Mm. Right. And so I can take a look at Bruno, and this is just an example of something that might be able to happen with this technology is he might have really high drag or really low drag. Let's, let's look at Bruno. He's probably a low drag guy and, and high power. And right. then maybe you look at a Caesar um, where he might be a little bit higher power, but a little bit higher drag. And we can mm -hmm. actually start to see why are these guys so good at what they do? Um, you know, wow. what is going on? So like, this is super exciting to me because it's explaining what makes these swimmers so good. Right? Yeah. And we can I use love it. it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love it. I love, I love just the aspect of having 
accurate measured time for the mm -hmm. for this product you know for the the power tower because i would have people tell, ask me all the time like how do you how do you measure it how do you how do you use it how do you scale it those sorts of things what type of sets do you use and it was it was almost impossible to get accurate timing on these things because you're you're going off stopwatches you don't know exactly know when it starts or stops and you don't know where they're at in the in, in the movement type mm -hmm. thing so to have accurate splits at those measurements I think it's just going to open up a world of um, coaching ability to be able to add power training, in, accurate power training in to swim sets. You know, you could create a swim set based on the power on the on the tower now. So um, super, um, you know, innovative, good stuff, man. I love that. Um, is there anything else on the horizon? Are you happy with kind of the the four products you've got right now? Um, is there anything else that might be coming out soon? Yeah, uh, we're, we're definitely working on stuff. Um, okay, you, you know, the, the stuff that I can talk about um, is the software side of the swim meter, you know, um, developing that more into a fine velocity type meter with video awesome. overlay, Beautiful. you know, that's, and that's going to help with technique development. Um, but, you know, also training as well, where, I mean, right now you can use these splits to develop a, a training program, right? So you can say, um, you're going to do 10 meter blasts. And once you drop below this amount of time, mm -hmm. you know, we got to cut it off. So that's kind of like a USRPT type of thing. But, wow. uh, in addition to that, we're working on some, um, other more advanced products. And I'm also starting to look into more of the biochemistry type of side of things. Cause right now we see the mechanical, um, aspects of what's going on with the athlete, but I also want to see the internal chemical processes that are going on as well. So that's an up and coming technology that we're looking at. Um, so big things coming. Um, don't want to wow. talk too much about it yet. Um, get people too excited. And then we have to wait a couple of years. No, I love it, man. I love where your brain's at. You know, you're on a different level than most people, especially me, but I'm glad that you're <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you're creating products that I can use. Uh, that's fantastic. Uh, do you, is, is your stuff available all over the world? Yeah, absolutely. So we've, uh, we've got towers all over the place. Uh, Australia, you know, New Zealand, we're, um, we're in Indonesia, um, pretty much most of the Asia, Asian countries. We're in a lot of the European countries, um, all over the place. Yeah. So can, people just go to destromachines.com and just order it in, in any country and, and ship straight to them. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. I love that, man. That's, that's wicked. That's awesome. Um, really good in terms of, uh, you know, when, when a swimmer would come along, you know, a, a young up and coming swimmer, you know, would kind of make me uneasy a little bit. The, I'm sure there's competition in, in your field as well. You've come along and you've created this incredibly competitive product. Do you, do you feel, you know, do you sense competition with, with, with people around you? Yeah, there's always that, but you know, we're used to competition, right? We're, we're, yeah. <laughs> we're there and, and, and it makes you better, you know? Um, anytime, you know, I feel somebody's, somebody's breathing down my neck. I, uh, it makes me work harder on this stuff and, right. um, it's, it's good. I'm not too, I don't get, I try not to get too worked up about it. You know, mm -hmm. obviously as a competitive guy, yeah, you get worked yeah. up a little bit, but, yeah. um, you got to balance it. It's just like anything. All right. Just give us maybe, uh, you know, your top three tips for some young entrepreneur out there who has an idea who maybe is a little hesitant to kind of go forward, you know, thinking back a couple of years where you were, um, what, what would you say to someone in your shoes back then? 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, I think the number one is, is you got to go for it. Um, there's too many people that uh, they're like, oh, well, I got to be, I got to be safe. I got to be secure. And the reality is um, you're never going to be a hundred percent ready on any of this. Um, and I, I, like I said, I had a blessing in disguise where I was kind of thrust into take making this decision to jump in. Um, but that was, that was the best decision I made was just jump in. You just got to do it. Um, you got to be confident in, in yourself. And that probably goes to point number two, which is, you know, you know more about yourself than anyone. So, um, try to, you know, you got to take in what other people have to say, but, um, you got, you got to believe in yourself. You got to trust in yourself. Um, so, uh, yeah, those are really, really the big ones. You, you just got to be confident and you got to jump in. Um, there's just so many people that never actually do it because they're always planning, right? They're always right. want to come up with the perfect way. It's not going to happen. You got to do it. I'm sure you've had some setbacks along the way, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, definitely. Um, there's, I mean, it's, it's, it's 10 times harder than you think it's going to be. There's 10 times more things, um, that are going to pop up, but the point is, you know, you're resilient. And when those things happen, we get over it, we get through it, um, come up with a solution and move on. Do you have full-time employees working for you? Yeah, we're, we're still, we, we try to stay small kind of intentionally. Um, but, uh, yeah, mainly my, my brother is, um, my biggest, uh, asset he's um he's a software side of this so he's developing swim meters back end and then uh yeah mostly family but we do call in help as needed i love it man little mafia going on beautiful keep it in the family <laughs> <laughs> cosa nostra man um that's awesome well listen we didn't get a chance to work with each other as uh as swimmer and coach but here we are working together now man i love it um your product's incredible i'm a big fan of it um, you're doing great things for the swimming community, whether you know it or not. You know, you're making swimmers better and all around the world. So congrats on the product. Um, congrats on jumping in and trusting yourself and backing yourself. And um, good luck with everything, man. I appreciate you coming on here and sharing your, kind of, your ideas today. Thank you. Hey, thanks very much. It's always fun, you know, meeting one of your uh, one of your childhood idols. So I, I very much enjoyed this. I hope we get to talk again sometime. Are you good, man, Chuck? All right, take care and um, go to DestroMachines.com. Get your uh, Destro Power Tower now. Get on there. And and what is the code, Brett? Yeah, I believe it's code Brett. Um, and I think you got, I think it's $150 off uh, Double mm -hmm. Tower uh, right. with using that code. So, um, you know, that applies to anyone, anywhere. If you're ordering from New Zealand, if you're ordering from Australia, um absolutely all right good stuff get you get your towers today all right cheers mate thanks Chuck. thank you bye destro swim towers gain strength in the water with a tower of power save 150 dollars per double swim tower by using code brett b-r-e-t-t -T, at checkout destromachines.com